Hey, what's up guys? My name is Justin and welcome to another episode of Random Not So Random Conversations. Alright, well first off I want to say I hope everyone is safe and doing well, uh, staying indoors if you have to, adhering to the public health official rules and regulations and stuff, you know, practicing um, social distancing and good hygiene, that's a major thing right now. Um, these are unprecedented times, so the only thing we could really do is try to adhere to the rules and guidelines and stuff and maybe you know we could all pretty much get through this um, safely yeah all right with that being said let's try to jump into today's topic which is actually going to be about beggars all right now when i say beggars i don't really mean the average like hey can i get some of your chips hey can i get some of your gummy bears what's up that's a chocolate bar can i get some of that nah i don't mean like those type of beggars i mean like legit beggars the guys on the street the bums, the pyro men, whatever you want to call it, wherever you're at, those kind of guys on the streets, those, those, those beggars. It doesn't exactly have to be like, as you would say, a bum, a pyro man, a beggar, beggar, that sort of way. It, it could be almost anybody just out there on the streets that just come and ask you for like money um, directly. Now, don't get me wrong and don't get twisted. I'm not saying that I hate these people or anything like that. I'm just saying I'm bothered when when i encounter them and it feels like i encounter them way more than the average person and it's weird it's literally literally weird how random they just pop up on me and i don't even see them coming or anything like that because it's just like you know i'm walking on the street and just two twos boom guy comes up to me hey um big man yeah i want a dollar wait what like, where you come from b um don't worry about that you got a dollar i'm like nah all right you got two <laughs> I'd be like, what? You went from asking me for a dollar and went up to two dollars? You didn't even try to bring me down to see, okay, well, maybe he might not got a dollar. Let's come down to 50 cents, a quart, you know, whatever you got. It doesn't matter. These people legit bag up. Once upon a time, a bag used to bag and come down or start small and go up. Furthermore, I like, guys don't ask me for a dollar anymore. Guys actually start off by asking me for two dollars and then they go up to three. And then some of them are brave enough to say, all right, well, you're the man that got money then. So give me a $5. And I'd be legit, <laughs> I'd be legit confused and appalled that these people legit asking me for like $5. Like they're not even asking me down for money anymore. But that's all right. That's cool. I, I guess that's their situation and they want what they want. And, you know, I either can give them or I don't. But that's a whole other party conversation altogether. Giving them the money or not giving them the money. That's, that's something we're going to get into. But my problem usually is just the whole beggar thing altogether and the frequency at which I pretty much see them. Because, you know, week, one time, one time, one week, I am not even going to lie. I legit saw a beggar come to me at least, what, three to four days over that week. Three to four days over five work, five day, um, work week. I was like, geez, I got, got a target on my back or something. Like... I wearing begging perfume. Like I am definitely a bag of magnet. Like I don't know what it is about me. I mean, I I changed my look. <laughs> At one point in time, I literally dressed bummier because I told myself, you know, maybe it's just that I look like I got money. So let me dress down. Let me not dress nicely or anything like that for work anymore. Um, in terms of nice and and, and fancy or whatever. Let me kind of dress it down a little bit. Let me dress a little bit more cash. And I did that. It didn't change. They literally just kept coming. And sometimes, in some instances, they kept coming more. And I was like, what? Um, you know, it didn't matter. You could dress up. You could dress down. You could dress however. 
they, they just kept coming towards me because I was a beggar magnet. So the thing about it is, <laughs> any boy that knows me knows that I got like uh, a million beggar stories. I don't even know how or why, but they choose me, but it just happens that way. So I got friends that literally look for it every week or every other week or so to just ask me, when they, whenever they see me, to just ask me, hey, um, you got beggar recently? I'm like, what? Like, that's, that's what you want to know. You don't want to know what's up, what's happening. Now, you get beggar recently because those beggar stories are usually quite weird, funny, and, you know, they, de they definitely don't happen to the average person, clearly. So, I'm going to consider myself, in this case, um, a less than average individual when it comes to when it comes to beggars. The thing about it is, too, that, um, like, these begging stories go far, it goes far back as probably um, when I was in secondary school, when, when I was going to school then, when I was going to school at UE. Um, at university, uh, when I was definitely working, like I got most of my begging stories come from when I was working, and those are where the top stories exist. Like literally, in probably the first week that I was working, I got begged. Like I just walked across the street to go and buy lunch or whatever. I got begged. That was my first begging story at work. I, I can actually remember this story like it was like it was yesterday actually this is this is probably one of my top three begging stories what i say is top three yeah it probably fits into there maybe i'll just throw it in there for now because it was the first begging story that i've ever had when i went to my workplace that i'm currently at and i i, I kid you not i did not expect that to happen within the first week of working there i went to work new guy i was feeling like okay fresh just trying to do what you gotta do, be nice, be impressive, you know, work hard. And I was taking a work food, actually didn't happen my first week, happened my second week, because I was taking work food from home that entire first week. And then the second week, you know, it came around, I was talking to some people at work, and, you know, I didn't bring food that day, I asked them, okay, where'd you get food from? They said, oh, across the street, you just gotta walk from here to right there, it's a short distance, maybe at least, I wanna say, Two, three minutes. And I was like, okay, two, three minutes. I could see it from the building. It's right across the street. Easy. I could do this. All right. So, you know, I asked relevant questions like how much money, um, what I'd be looking to spend, like what's the food like, you know, how's it tasting, all sort of stuff. I trust, I trust their judgment. They're not, they're probably not going to lead me too far astray. So I'd say, okay, you know what? Let's go and get this food. Let's go and see what's up with this food across there at the shop. All right. So I left, I went downstairs, ground floor. Walked out of the building, saw the shop directly across the street. All I had to do was cross one set of traffic lights, and I was there. One single set of traffic lights, and I was there. A zebra crossing that separated me from my lunch that day. And I was like, all right, I could do this. Easy. Done. Went down there, stood by zebra crossing, and I was like, all right, this is it. I was like, all right, cool. Light said red. No, light said green. Car still going. I'm waiting on it to change for me. I'm looking across the street and I look down the street. And I don't know what told me to look down the street, but something just said, look further past the shop. I look further past the shop. I see people walking, coming towards me. I see this paro guy. I saw a bum, a beggar, a guy who is going to ask me for money. Guarantee you, as sure as the sun shines, he is going to ask me for money. So I said, okay, cool, no problem. The light is going to change before he gets here because he's a good distance away. I'm going to break my ass across the street, get inside that shop, and buy lunch before he even gets a chance to come and beg me. He's going to walk past the shop because 
this light is going to change in my favor. Nope, light took forever to change. I was like, oh my god, what is up with this light? Pressing the button, pressing the button, hoping that this thing is going to change. Nothing speeds up this light. This light cycle is like the slowest light cycle I've ever seen in my life at this point in time. All right, so this guy is walking up the street. I see him bagging people. As he's walking, coming towards the lights, he's like a good, I don't know, let's say 20 meters from the lights. I'm like, okay, he's still a good distance away. He's, he's not going to get here. These lights are going to change now. And then this guy, I don't know what happens. I think like the begging God spoke to him and he just looked through everyone else directly at me. Like, I don't even know how we made eye contact, but we did. He stared, he stared me directly in the eyes and he was like, like just looking, like, I don't know, like how you see like on National Geographic, it's a lion is looking at like a, a, a freaking warthog or something like that. It's like that. It's like, look, me, I come in for you. And I'm like, damn, like, please don't, please, not me, man. Not, not, not my second week of work. I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't want to do this, bro. And anyways, <laughs> he, he just does what he does best. He makes a beeline to everyone now the street is busy with people just walking up and down this man is walking through people bumping past people he's not even begging the other people anymore he's just walking coming straight towards me i'm just like oh man no i know you're not gonna come and beg me please don't come and beg me beg somebody else not me just somebody else you know how i know that he meant me too you know how i know he meant me he was walking and then he pointed he pointed directly at me and i look around because i'm like who who are you pointing at man like not me somebody else i look around there's no one else there it's only me and him in this world of begging right now and he's coming directly at me and i'm saying okay 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 justin brace yourself brace yourself he's gonna come he's gonna just answer your simple question like bro you got any money you got change or whatever you say no that's the plan we got a game plan before he even got there yeah all right so game plan ready guy is walking coming towards me he gets his zebra crossing on the other side of the street he's on he's on the next side of the street he gotta wait till the light changes that's what i'm telling myself nope my man decides he's gonna cross the street regardless if the light is saying green red amber it say purple doesn't matter He's going to cross the street any friggin' way because he is a, a police beggar. He is an officer of the begging aficionados. I don't even understand why <laughs> he just decided he's just going to be laying across the street through traffic towards me. Car still moving. A car almost knocked this guy down and he stopped here at the driver in the face and was like, What are you doing? I'm like, What? What are you doing? And this man, like, bark at the man. I, I swear to God, it was like a bark. It was like, ha! At this dude in the car, and the guy, and the guy in the car was just like, all right, what are you doing? And he just came straight over to me, and he walked up to me. <laughs> and I'm not even going, I'm not even going to lie to you. I shit you not. This is exactly, exactly what he said. All right, now, bearing in mind, bearing in mind, I'm like, put things in the context. I'm like six feet tall. This guy is probably like five, five nine, right? So I'm just looking down at him just a little bit, just a, just a wee bit. And he's looking up at me. He's standing up like probably a foot away from me. I mean, this nigga is close. And I'm just like, why are you so close though? And he's like, yo. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. And he's like, hey, I saw you. And I was like, what? How do you mean? What do you mean you saw me? I saw you from all the way over there. I see you every since, you know, big man. And I was like, what? What do you, <laughs> what do you mean you saw me every since? Like, it's a street full of people. Like, you couldn't have, you couldn't have seen me. You could have seen, like, anybody. Like, anybody was walking on the street. And he was like, nah, I see you every since. And I was like, you. I come into you. 
I want you every cent. I was like, well, okay, hold up, hold up. Now, now this started getting a little bit concerned because he was like, you want me every cent? It's like, what was that supposed to mean? Like, why do you want me out of everyone else on the street? Like, there, there are a bunch of people just passing. Like, there's a lady passing us right now. You could want her? Like, can't you just want her? And I was like, nope, I want you. I was like, but, but why? Like, what do you, what do you want? Like, what do you want? And I was like, and I was like, um, hey, give me it. And I was like, give you it? Give you, give you what, sir? Like, what are you talking about? I'm trying to be polite here to this beggar now. I'm like, give you what, sir? And he's like, give me everything, big man. And I was like, wait, what? You said give you everything? As in, you're asking me not for a dollar or change or whatever, but you're asking me for all of the money that I have? And he was like, you hear what I tell you, big man? See you every since I want you, big man. You want saying having no hit? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like, am I being robbed? <laughs> I literally asked guy that. I was like, am I being robbed right now? And I started to laugh. Like, a normal person doesn't exactly just ask that question and laugh. So I don't know that I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit lost in the head because I can't believe this is happening. Like this is this is not happening to me right now. Like this must be a joke. This is this is a prank. Like this guy is pranking me or whatever. But looking at this guy with his like half a finger missing and pieces of bone still sticking out and that crazy looking his eye and his scruffy beard and he has an odor and his clothes look hella musty. I'm thinking that he is not farting around right now at all. So I should probably start laughing. And just address this with a little bit more seriousness. I say, all right, all right, cools, cools, no problem, no problem. You want everything? Um, just give me one sec. Just let me go in my pocket and give you the money that I got. And I just, <laughs> I kid you not. I went in my pocket. And I had like twenty dollars and some in one pocket. And I had like a, I had like a whole bunch of change in another pocket. And I was like, you know what, you know what? This guy don't seem too smart. So you know he's gonna get this change. And I'm just late. I'm like, this is all I got, bro. I gotta go and swipe for like my food right now. So I don't got no money. Idiot me. Should have never really said that because I was literally standing up right next to the ATM. Dumb. But he didn't. He wasn't too smart either because he he was like he was like, all right, give me give me give me what you got. And I was like, all right, cool. Went in my pocket, just dipped in there, and I gave him like a bunch of change, dropped it in the hand with a missing half a finger that the bone was sticking out, and I just like bolted like across the street, did just like him. Didn't care if he liked said red, green, yellow, purple, whatever, I was gone. I didn't give a crap. I was like, if I can get knocked down today, let me get knocked down today, but I'm not going to fight here with a power man missing half a finger. Uh-uh, with a piece of the bone sticking out, not me. And he thought he was real cool. He thought he was real cool too, you know? He thought he was real cool because... He had his hand in his pocket and stuff like that. And I don't know if he actually had like a knife or whatever in there. I wasn't really willing to find out find that out. But you know, if if he did, then I would have just done the next best thing and probably just I don't know, push him in the road or something. I don't know. Um <laughs> I, I would have just pushed him down or whatever and been gone. Like, you know, I'm I'm a tall guy, I'm a fairly big guy, I can handle myself. Just whoop, chuck you down, run and scurry back inside or whatever. And hopefully that you know the guards will do their job and handle him or whatever. But you know, I just gave him the change, head across the road. I mean, I was racing, like, my chest was, like, pounding when I got across there. That lady was like, all right, you good, son? And I was like, yeah, 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 just give me a sec. I, I'm going order something. And I got my food. I came back across the road. The guy was still there, like, somewhere around the corner, just looking at the change and counting it up and stuff. And I'd be lying back inside, and I was like, I'm never, I'm never buying food from across the street again. I'm going to just bring work food every day after that. Did not happen. I bought food at least two or three times a week, every week, and I have been begged on pretty much almost every single time that I left the building to go over there. 
And by lunch, like, at least for that first couple of months, I, I was really confused. But that was that was my routine. Just leave the office, go and buy something to eat. One of the six, um, six one of my six um, beggar acquaintances, that's what I could call them, because they came and begged me so often, they had to be acquaintances by then, would just come and ask me for money. And that was that was that. That was literally but that story, that was literally my first begging story while while I first came to work at that building. Yeah. Ironically though, ironically, um number two in my begging in my begging stories, um, while being at work would definitely be um at that same location where I was working, that same location where I was working, at the same ironically again, at the same shop that I bought food from. That next begging story actually happened in there. I, again, I don't know why. I don't know why it happens to me. Like there are other people in this in the store or in the places or whatever, and I just get begged. It's like I I give off an aura of come beg me, like please take my money. I do not want it. Even if I say no, you can still push and prod, and you know maybe for fear safety reasons I might give you a dollar or whatever, or I might stay firm and be like. Please just hope that I could walk over there with, you know, again a stab or something like that. But it's literally um really weird how that happens to me. So, anyways, this story I went across the road, same scenario to go and buy something to eat. I went to the store. I went in there. It was a line. There was a line. I was like, okay, cool, no problem. So I figured, you know, I got into the store. There is no begging that's gonna happen. But I was wrong because in the line standing up, it was probably like what? Let's say, uh five people ahead of me and behind me there were at least about another let's say another um, another four or so people so about 10 people in line or so you know and i see a guy that i've seen beg on that stretch already i i saw him come down there and he was outside the shop and he was like hey asking people like you know you got change you got money can you spare me some money can you spare me some change and people are like nah i got i got big big bills like you know i got big bills i can't i got to change i got exact money for lunch or i ain't got to change or like you know maybe somebody probably did give him outside or whatever and give him a little change or whatever and then some people were just being annoyed and, and give him like uh, some sort of bad feedback or whatever um in terms of what he wanted in terms of what he didn't want to hear so he decided he's gonna come in the shop so he came into the shop and he started at the back of the lane. He's like, mistress, like, you know, can I get can I get a dollar? And she's like, nah. And then he comes to the next person, same scenario. And I'm just like, oh, geez, this guy's going to get to me, you know. Like, hopefully somebody's going to just give him money. There's only like four or five people behind me. So hopefully, like, you know, they give him money so he doesn't have to get to me. All right. We get to, like, the person directly behind me. And they don't give him money either. And then this guy comes and stands right next to me. And again, like I said, I'm like six feet tall. And uh, like six, six one maybe and then this guy comes up next to me he's like again like a short dude probably five five eight five nine short i don't know why beggars are this tiny like if you want to be a beggar and be intimidating you need to be like six feet tall or like packing some sort of definite weapon that people could see or whatever i don't know but that's that's just me that's just my opinion on begging one-on-one if you want to go about it the aggressive route just saying if you want to be passive you could be tiny and just be humble and, and be nice about it but don't 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 go the aggressive route if you're really really tiny and you don't got that like crazy look like half finger guy that begged me in the first in the first story uh anyways so he gets to me now and he gives me like the up down look like he looks at me from head to toe and he's like uh i'm like okay he's like tall man in the glasses i'm like yeah yeah what's up what's up b 
And he was like, mm, so you gonna give me something or are you gonna be like everybody else in here and just tell me nah? And I was like, bro, I can't. <laughs> At this point in time, I'm just like, I'm gonna tell the truth. I exactly, I have probably like the exact amount of money that I needed for my lunch that day. Lunch was probably about maybe $15. I had maybe about 16 just in case it's a little bit of change over or something. And and and, and dude was like, you don't give me the money. You don't be just like everybody else in here. You don't give me nothing. And you dress so, and you look so, like, like I said, sometimes I dress pretty, pretty nice and decent for work. It could be misconstrued that maybe I got some sort of money. However, I should have some sort of money on me. Do not misinterpret how a person dresses with their wallet because I was broke as hell. But anyways, he thought I had money. He's going on. He's like, man, so you don't give me nothing. I hate this. I hate to see one of the sort of people. So, you know, like y'all sort of people. So is want killing. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, like, no, all of a sudden you get to me and I got her belly. And he's like, he's like, yeah. Like, big man, like, you don't want to give me no money? You can't hear a boy saying, eat. you trying to tell me you don't got no money that you can even get some boys to get a little saying, eat to? And I was like, you just asked, like, five other people and they didn't give you anything, bro. Like, what? What's wrong with me? He was like, see you, see you, all right, all right. You know, so our people so man, don't watch me, man, don't watch me. I can left right here and I can come back. When they come back, my gun, all right, don't be in here. And I was like, I was like, wait, what? Wait, you, you, wait, you got a gun, but you don't have it. You can go and get a gun. I didn't say this, of course, to him. I was just thinking in my head, but you got a gun and you can go and get it to come back to, to shoot me? Well, that's dumb because I'm going to be gone. <laughs> and anyway, so I, I, like, the lady saw what was happening when she was serving food and she was like, hey, excuse me, you? And she called me up front and she was like, yeah, like, she gave me my food, whatever it was, and tell me just roll, like, just, just be gone. And I was like, all right. And this dude was outside and he was raving, walking up and down the street and he saw me. He was like, don't, don't run, big man. Don't run, Big Mike coming back for you. And he literally like beeline and went somewhere. And I was just like, beeline and went back to work. Like, I, I didn't stick around to find out what was going on. Like, nah. Like, bruh, I, I don't need that sort of smoke. So I just went back to work, sit down, eat my food. The entire day, time I said, I don't eat my food. I was like, I really got to start cooking lunch. I really got to start cooking lunch more often. This is, this is friggin' madness now. Like, this is getting detrimental to my health. In all sorts of ways that the doctor might not be able to fix. Ooh. So, anyways, that was that was that story. And um, then we move on to, to story number three. Probably probably my favorite begging story of all. The begging story where I got begged for a good set of money. And it wasn't even it wasn't even like I planned to give him like a good set of money. It just went that way. Okay, so story time. This is how it went down. Listen really well. You're gonna get it. Alright, so working in the same place. I think, I think the problem is working there. Like, I probably needed to quit because I was losing money a week getting bagged and spending it on lunch versus actually being able to save my money. So I really should have probably just quit in the early. But anyways, moving on. So I used to get a ride with my girlfriend sometimes on mornings to work. And then at times we would like, you know, have her car because I didn't have a car, fortunately at point in time. So I would have her car and... <laughs> Let me just say this though out there. I just want to put this out there. No real major disrespect to her or whatever. But that car was a piece of shit car. That car was literally a piece of shit car. It was breaking out all the time. It was having issues all the time. And what's not. I mean, I could talk because like, you know, I have a nice car now in comparison to that. She has a nice car now in comparison to that. But back then, when that was the car that we had to roll in, I'm not lie to you, that was a piece of shit car. Like, that car cut out going around a roundabout, cut out going up a hill, um, bricks. Like, it just wasn't working at one point in time or something. I don't know. 
All-Star Madness. I was like, mm-mm, this is a death trap. But it was the car that we were using to get around. So anyways, um, she, she gave me the car that morning, and I dropped her off, everything, and whatnot. So what happened is I would go and pick her up because I finished work before her, and I would go and pick her up. Um, but I'll have to park like away from her building and her building is in town. All right. I hate town. Let me just say that too. Town is like begging central, like at least every 10 feet per square foot or something, there's going to be a beggar near you. Guaranteed. It's like this. You got like if begging, if beggars were like Ubers, they would light up a friggin' map on your phone. You will see a beggar everywhere on every corner in town like on a stretch no lie so anyways i gotta go and pick her up so i go usual spot i park there and what's not and i'm just there saying i'm waiting like i usually do you know cool and everything like that roasting in the car because guess what her windows won't roll down yeah every single one of her car windows motors has burnt the f out i shit you not so it's either you got two choices you sit on the car and you roast like a dog or you open the doors and let the air come in and be vulnerable to whatever is out there. You know, so I choose to just open the driver's side door, which I'm sitting in, obviously. And I'm just there waiting, trying to get a little breeze so I don't kill myself from dehydration being in that little hot box of a car. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm being cautious that I'm looking around because I'm in Bag City now. This is, this is, this is like Bag Town. This is in Bridgetown anymore. This is Bag Town. So I'm looking around now. And just hoping that like no beggars, no people, no shady people, no weird stuff happens while I'm just here with this car door open, just trying to catch a breeze. Alright, so I see a guy right past. I don't know, I should have probably worked for the FBI. I could have just looked and tell that this guy was up to something. I saw this guy right past on a bicycle and I was like, yep, you. I know you. You are going to be a problem today. Out of all the people on the street, I just saw this guy right past, randomly. I don't know what it was. It was an aura. It was a like a begging glow about him that I, I, I saw him just right past. And I was like, yep, this guy's a beggar. Like, he's a he's a, he's an identified beggar in my eye. Anyways, but he kept on writing, and I was like, okay, you know what? You know what? Maybe I was wrong. Maybe my, maybe my bag door was off. Like, you know, my begging radar on my head was pinging, but maybe it wasn't for him. It was somebody else. Okay, cool. I accept that. I was wrong. So I'm there. I'm on my phone waiting and, you know, trying to catch a breeze, like I said, because windows don't work. <laughs> and, you know, I'm looking down, I'm messaging, I'm reading memes or whatever. I'm laughing and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, just enjoying myself. And then all I hear is boom, like something hit the car. Literally just like blam, hits into the car. And I jump, I, I jump like hell because it hit next to me. I look around and the same guy that rode past on the bicycle rode all the way back around. He doubled back in such a way that I didn't even see when he rode around the building or whatever it was that I was at. He, he rode around in such a way that he ended up coming in on the driver's side, which is like the right side. And he wedged that bicycle between me and the door. So there was no way that I could get out of the car to the right anymore. If I had to get out of the car... I would have to scramble all the way over to the left side of the car, open the door, get out. By which time, I don't know what could have happened, but it didn't make sense. I was panicking in my head. Swear to God, I almost pissed myself because it was just like, boom. Ah! Throw my phone under the seat. Automatically. That's my automatic response. Anytime like, something that happens, I can just talk with my phone first because I ain't going to die for a device. It ain't going to happen. Not going to die for a piece of electronics like this. So, phone under the seat. They looks at me. They're like, 
evening man. Didn't mean to jump your stuff here. Hold up. Pause for cause. How you mean? <laughs> How you mean you did not mean to startle me, bruh? You rode into the friggin' car door. Like, I don't even know. Like, you like you were in a hot pursuit and boom. Hit into the car door and just wedge it off and looking at me like, Hi, good evening, sir. Talk to me real nice and polite. Didn't mean to startle you. And I was like, okay, well, you kind of did. And he was like, sorry about that. I just... I just rode up on you and just wanted to uh, see what was going on. Like he's a police. Like he riding up on me to see what was going on. You are a beggar. I can tell that you have come here to beg. Let's get this over with so I can be out of here in one piece. And maybe, maybe I might not pee myself. Anyways, so he continues on. You know, he starts this whole little begging story. And then, like, he, he well, he didn't start the begging story. He, he started off with saying, I just want to start off by saying, you know, good evening, man. Um, sorry about all this and stuff, you know, circumstances in life do happen and, and things happen that, you know, we, we can't explain our, our, our reasons in, you know, like good things has happened, bad things has happened, yeah, like, you know, we got this has happened, we got that that has happened, you know, sometimes it's lived, sometimes it's dead. When he said that, that, that's when, that's when, that's when my butt puckered up, like, just a little bit, just like, mm. I was like, nope, mm -mm, not going to die in this car here today. Not going to die in this shit box. Not in this car. Please, please, please do not let the news article say St. Michael man found in St. Michael Row in car waiting for girlfriend to come from work stabbed in the neck because he didn't give a beggar any change of his phone. No, I, I didn't really, I didn't really want to read that, you know, because <laughs> like, I see all that stuff just happening in my head. I was like, oh God. Whatever this man say, Justin, just get this man the money. Now, in my pocket. <laughs> so he was spitting his story. All that time he's spitting his story in my head. I just trying to figure out, like, how you can get out of this thing, like, alive. Because this man just flat out said, sometimes it's got to live, sometimes it got to die. And I'm like, what? I don't want to die. I don't want to die in this place. Not today. Not like this. So I say to myself, you know what? Let's just let him finish. And then you can give him money. So he goes on. He's a car washer. He into washing cars. Time's slow right now. Nobody don't want the cars washed. It's, it's, it's kind of hot. And, you know, there's no rain. And it's not getting dusty and what's not. On the cars. And people not stopping to get their cars washed. So things hard. He got a kid home. And, you know, usually a car wash is like blah. And no one's coming through. His usual people not even giving him any money for what to wash their cars either. <clears throat> and life is rough right now. And, you know, you got to do what you got to do to survive. And I just doing what I got to do to survive. If you understand where I came from, sir. And I was like, I read you loud and clear, buddy. I read you loud and clear. So, like, um, and I was like, you know what? Say no more. Say no more. I'm just going to give you something for whatever it is troubles you have. I reach into my pocket and I tell you, you know, like I had a $20 bill, I had a $5 bill, I had a $2 bill. I was really hoping that my pop, that my hand hit on like the five, but I said to myself, what if I pull out? It's what if I pull out? I'm not gonna make myself stupid and dead for, I'm die, sorry, and die for like, um, for, for $20. So I pull out the money and boom, worst bill that I could pull out. The $20 bill came out of my pocket. And I was like, Jesus. And I was like, all right, man, look, I just got this 20 here. And I was like shaking when it was <laughs> when I was giving him this money. Because I was like, I don't know what this man got. Because he had some, he literally had something. I saw something in his pocket at the side. And I tell myself, that's a knife. Like, I don't know. That's a knife. I can get stabbed. I ain't not getting stabbed for $20. I'm not going to lie to you for that. So, yeah. So he's like, 
Alright, you know what? Um, I ain't really want and then he tried to humble he tried to humble it. He was like, Man, sh- that's a twenty dollar bill, man. Like I didn't I didn't want you to like give me all that. Are you sure? I was like, You mean I sure? In my head, of course. He's like, I'm just like, oh you mean if I'm sure? Nigga, you roll up on me and said sometimes you gotta live, sometimes you got to die. I am not about to die for twenty dollars. I know you're trying to be humble and polite and not want to take my twenty dollars. Because you threatened me for it in the first place. No, you're taking that $20. I do not even care. I do not even care. You are taking that money today. And I was just like, no, sir, it's okay. You know what? It's for your kid. And you know, life is hard. And what's not, I understand. I get it. Have the $20. It's all good. I'm I'm going to be fine without it. You need it more than I do. I'm going to be good. And he's like, you sure? I don't want to come across like that sort of guy, you know. I don't want to come across like that sort of guy. And I was like, it's okay. I understand. Man's like, I don't, because, I mean, you look like you're frightened, right? And I was like, nah, 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 I'm not scared, I'm not scared. As I trembled, handed him the money, I'm not scared at all. No lie, after all that, the guy took the money, he rolled off. I was like, whew, I had to sit down, open, like, another two doors, so, like, a lot more air could just come through the car, because I was panicking at that point in time. And I was just like, I gotta, I gotta relax, I gotta relax. And then, guess what happens? Like, two minutes later, my girlfriend walks down the street, and she's like, hi. I'm like, what the frig? What the frig? Why did you take so long to get down here? She's like, because I had to do what I had to do at work. I was like, no, 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 no. You need to do that faster. Do it faster on evenings so I'm not in Bag City too long. And she's like, what happened? I was like, your car, your car made me get bagged. Well, not even bagged. I was passively robbed for $20. That's the story. I literally was passively robbed for $20 from the nicest robber that was probably on a bicycle ever. He begged me for $20, begged inverted commas, he rode off, and he was like, all right, enjoy your day, and what's not, and she was like, you gave somebody $20 after they begged you, I was like, no, you weren't here, and she was upset, she was like, I can't believe you gave somebody $20, I was like, I can't believe none of your windows work, like, this car made me get robbed, because I didn't want to, like, sweat to death in this little hot box, I had to give away $20, so technically, you and your car, owe me twenty dollars and that was a whole nother that was a whole nother story and debate all together but that is literally that's literally my story my top three stories there on on begging man i i, I kid you not they all happen exactly as i said exactly as i said they happen they all happen just like that i mean you know it, it's weird i don't know why they happen to me i don't know if they happen to you guys similarly or worse but definitely that's that's how it happens for me on a regular basis all right so that's pretty much it for today's podcast guys so if you just want to like hit a con- hit me in the comments and let me know any of your begging stories or anything that you have experienced which is similar to my stories or anything that you want to share in general any random topics that you want to hear me discuss or like talk about in the future just let me know and you know we'll see if we could get that done for you Yeah, so thanks for checking out the podcast, guys. And remember, take it easy, have fun, and be random.